This is a Mind Trading Podcast. I'm Jamie Usher. We're talking self-development and mental health. Welcome back. All right, in this episode, my special guest is the very hardworking and very talented Nick Batar from the Batar Project. As He's got his own podcast, which you should definitely check out. And I'll put... Um, the links to that in the, the show notes. Uh, so he's got his own podcast, he's got his own clothing label, and he's doing a hell of a lot of good stuff for the world of mental health within Australia and outside of Australia. He's doing a lot of good stuff for the world of mental health. Um, and he's also an expectant father as well, but it's also great to see someone at the age that he is, he's not very old at all, so he's still only in his like early to mid-20s, doing what he's doing for mental health. It's, I think it's rare that you'll see someone switched on at that age to be um, doing, doing what they're doing for, uh, for what he is in, in mental health and bringing awareness to mental health and uh, that it's okay to be uh, the way that you are and okay to be an extrovert, it's okay to be an introvert, um, it's okay to be whoever the hell you are, you just got to work with what you got. I really like the message that he's got. Uh, yeah, and so it was great to have him on so he can tell his story a bit too because he, he speaks to a hell of a lot of other people so it was good to be able to actually get him on to chat about what he's had going on and what he's got going on. So I really enjoyed this chat and uh, I hope you do too. Mate, it's good to have you on. Thanks for coming on. Um, hey, I, when we were chatting last time, I didn't ask. So look, what, what do you do for a job during the day? What do you do with yourself? Dude, so I work in my family air conditioning business. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, cool. Yes. It, it's not my passion, but um, at the moment, it's paying the bills. Yeah, okay. Well, um, I can tell you, you're destined, <laughs> you're destined for bigger things. So, it's uh, yeah, that one's only temporary, but we've all been there. We've all been in jobs we, uh, we didn't want <laughs> to do. But, uh, yeah, I've, I've got a feeling sooner rather than later yours is going to be your dreams. Well, your dreams already started, though, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, I'm on the path. I just got to make that next few moves. Yeah, okay. So you've been doing your podcast now. So your podcast, The Batar Project, you've been doing it now for uh, two years? Yep, two years. You've got what, nearly, I saw today you've got nearly, you've got like 80-something episodes. Man, my hat goes off to you. That's, that's good. That's a good effort. That's a really good effort. Yeah, man. So overall, 120-something episodes and like 85 of them, I guess. Oh, so you do have over 100, man, or even more so. Yeah. Much, much respect. And what I wanted to mention on here, but I'm also, um, yeah, I'm going to mention it here, but I wanted to mention it in, in another way as well. But seriously, much respect to you, the way you kind of pick apart things from the episode and upload it on social media and all that kind of stuff, man. That that made me go, oh, wow, I really need to do what I'm doing differently. Yours is second to none there. That's, uh, you do, uh, that was an absolutely fantastic job that you've done. With the last three or four guests that I've seen be on, and myself included in that, like, great, man. That was so good. Like as a guest on your on your podcast, that that's really good to know that you you're actually like listening to it, taking great parts out of it that you think you know other people might think are great, um, and uh, yeah, so much respect, man. That's really good. The, the follow up of the, after the episode was fantastic. So yeah, that's that's really cool. So um, so yeah, w w I guess with, with your podcast, this is this this is your passion for now. Is this one of the things you're most passionate about? Yeah, so the podcast and like the clothing label and all that kind of stuff, it's, it's all connected. 
Yep. Um, but yeah, they're my passions. Okay. So tell us more about your clothing label. Yeah. So I started the clothing label last year. Um, growing up, well, last few years, I was like, oh, I always wanted to start a clothing label, but I couldn't just, I couldn't come up with a name, right? Yeah. And my brother came to me and goes, why don't you just use our last name and put like life at the end of it? Because it, it sounds like better life. And I was like, fuck, that's a good idea. <laughs> so we, we started it up and obviously it's, it's connected to our last name. So oh, it has a strong meaning to it, but I wanted it to mean more than that. I wanted to have a deeper meaning. And I've only recently kind of come across that this year. Now, obviously everyone wants to have a better life, but for me, when you wear, you know, a jumper, a shirt, hat, whatever the case may be, mm. you're signing up to become the best version of yourself. You're signing up to live your best life possible. It's not, it's not just a shirt. It's more than a shirt. It's more than a logo. It's a representation of you being the best version of you. And that's what I want the brand to resemble. Mm-hmm. Okay. So uh, when did that start? When did, your, uh, when did your clothing brand start? Uh, I think it was June or July last year. So yeah, just over a year we've been doing it. That's really cool, man. I, I actually didn't know um, you had a clothing label. I think I saw one of your stories like last, last week, but uh, I want to get one of your shirts. I want to get one of your t-shirts. Yeah, at the moment, I just got some T-shirts, but I'm working on some other stuff coming up because this year I kind of took a step back from the clothing. I just wanted to really focus on my podcast. Yeah. So I'm just planning for next year and then the clothing's, man, I've got some big plans coming ahead. That's unreal. Um, one of the things I noticed looking back on um, looking back on your earlier podcast episodes, I, um, I saw there was an episode from April last year and I think it might have been like a short episode and it was about COVID and you're like, take advantage of this time. And I, I fucking love that. Like, yeah. I think what, one of the common things for people to do was to three months into COVID or, you know, at the end of last year go, oh, let's take advantage of this time. You, you were doing that in the first few weeks of us being in it here. That, like, so you were a standout doing that and you've got it on you've got it recorded on podcast so yeah like uh, respect to you mate for someone your age to be thinking like that i'd like i'm not don't get me wrong like you're not that much younger than me but i mean when i was your age i wasn't necessarily thinking like that so for you to be switched on like that definitely yeah much respect appreciate that that like from the get-go i was like this is a challenge for us i need to make the most of it i, I don't know how long it's going to last so i need to make the most of the time that i have to really just focus on myself and Yep. Man, the benefits off the back of that and the growth that I've got off the back of that as well, yep. man, worth every minute. Okay. Well, that actually leads into um, a good point maybe. So what, in the last 18 months or so, since say, since say April, March, say March, April, March last year, what are, the, what are some of the most significant things you've learned about yourself and learned about your life? Well, it was more so being more self-aware about, you know, me being an introvert and social anxiety. Like for me growing up, I just thought it was me mm -hmm. and I didn't know what it was. I just, I felt different. I felt like I didn't belong until like this year when I started, you know, looking at myself, I was able to take that step back and really look at myself. And I was like, why do I act the way that I act? And like, why am I so shy? Why am I so quiet? Mm -hmm. And I was doing some research, talking to a lot of people and, you know, this word introvert came up, social anxiety came up. I was like, oh, okay, maybe I'm, they're like, this is me. And um, yeah, it turns out, you know, I am introverted. I do have social anxiety, but I don't let that B 
be my identity because I guess for so many years, yeah, I didn't know I was introverted or having social anxiety, but I let those hold me back from taking opportunities. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if we want to go back a bit, the whole, I guess, the change in path that I took, the direction um, stemmed from me going to like a personal development event. Have you heard of Gary V before? Yeah. Yeah. So he came, he came to Sydney and mm-hmm. um, I went to his event and um, I was a bit skeptical going to it. I, d- I didn't really know what to expect. Yeah. But I went there and I was just sitting there in the crowd and I was like, wow, like looking, you know, the likes of Gary Vee and the other speakers, the way they moved the crowd, the way they impacted me and everyone else, I was like, why can't I do that? Yeah. And um, straight away my self-doubt kicked in and goes, no, you're not. Like you're, you can't talk to people. And I was like, if I really want to impact people, if I really want to make a, you know, a difference in this world, you know, I need to, I need to make a promise to myself to go in a different direction and really put myself out there, put myself out of that comfort zone and yeah. really grow as an individual. Because I know once I do that, then I'm able to impact other people. So from that day, you know, I made that promise to myself and I haven't looked back, you know, I jumped into, you know, vlogging, podcasting, clothing brand, and just, saying yes to like every opportunity that came my way and just the, the growth as me as an individual, my relationships, my network, yeah, everything's just grown and fuck it's, it's been the best decision I ever made. It's just taking that first, that first step, that leap of faith and just not looking back. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what, what do you think? So you think it was probably from that event where you realized you, you wanted to make a, a real change in your life? Was kind of kind of yeah. kind of snowballed from there. Yeah, that was, that was I put it down to that was definitely the the life changing moment because yeah. that was the day I made that decision to make a change in my life. So, do you remember what the first steps were in that change? I think the first steps. I actually bought a camera, uh-huh. so I bought my first camera. Um, at the same time, I actually dropped out of university. I was at university at the time. Mm-hmm. I dropped out because that's not what I wanted to do. I wanted to go down this path. Yeah. So I did that, you know, bought a camera, started vlogging. Um, <laughs> those first few vlogs were terrible. Like I'm so bad in front of the camera or when I first started. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, I just continued to put in the repetitions. And then obviously I was following Gary Vee and he goes, everyone needs to have a podcast. And I was like, all yeah. right, I'll start a podcast then. Yeah. So I started that and I was just talking to everyone, like all different walks of life, all different people, because it didn't start out as a mental health podcast. It just, it started out as something uh, for me to, you know, learn how to fucking communicate, learn how to talk to people and, you know, gain more confidence. And then as time went on, you know, I changed it into mental health because I realized, um, you know, how common it is and everyone, you know, goes through the ups and downs of life but there's this stigma around mental health. And I was like, why the, f- why the hell is there a stigma when we all go through it? Yeah. Like it just, it was mind boggling. I was like, what the hell? So, you know, I wanted to talk to people about, it. I wanted to share um, people's stories because I'm a big believer of, you know, if you and me are talking about mental health, we're being vulnerable. Right? It allows other people who are listening to go, oh, if these guys can talk about it, well, then so can I. And it just creates that ripple effect. So yeah. that's the path I went down. But, yeah, it, it's been a journey, that's for sure. And I'm, I'm excited for the, what the next few years are going to hold. Yeah, that's unreal. So that was actually an, another one of your episodes I listened to um, 
Or it was like your introvert series. Yeah, yeah, that's a new series I'm doing, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, that's that's really cool to get gain a real, like a strong insight on that and not to use it as an excuse, but to go, okay, this is this is why maybe I might have, uh, I, I have behaved a certain way, as in like didn't like certain situations, felt uncomfortable in certain situations, but this is how I can help myself in future. I think that's really cool. It's, it's about understanding yourself and then also yeah. Yeah. me sharing my experiences because I know there's so many introverts out there that, may not even know that they're introverted or they've let that become their identity and hold them back in life. So I'm like, you know, by me sharing my story, hopefully it, you know, by them listening, they go, oh, well, maybe I can step out of my comfort zone. Maybe I can do what he's doing because, you know, he's leading by example. And Mm -hmm. just like my clothing brand, our motto is showing what's possible. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's that's what I'm doing. I'm showing what's possible when you step out of your comfort zone. What's... um this might be putting on the spot, but what is what is Nick Batar as an introvert? What is what is it? Not not necessarily what is an introvert a description of an introvert. I mean, you can talk about that as well. But I mean, what does being an introvert mean to you? As in, how do how do you, how do you present as an introvert? For me, um, <clears throat> not so much anymore. But growing up, I was I was so shy. I was quiet. I like to keep to myself. Like I still do now, but I'm more open. I have a conversation with you. But before, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't really go out and have conversations, with, especially with people I didn't know. Like, yeah. one, I was introverted, and then I had social anxiety on top of that. Yeah. So that, that's a fucking deadly combo to not leave your room. Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, I would, I would get to the point where I would build up so much fear within myself, where I'd actually be sick. Like, I'd be vomiting. I'd be sh- like shaking, just because, you know my body wanted to tell me to stay in your comfort zone, stay at home, don't leave. But every single time that I would leave, I would be in a situation, I'd be totally fine. And after I'd be like, why the hell did I do that to myself? Like, Why did I build up so much fear for no reason? And it's like you're playing a game of yourself. Like you're chasing yourself every single time. It's it's funny when you talk about it, but people will know it's, it's fucking annoying. Yeah. Yeah. How did social anxiety really present with you, say, before you had a handle on it or a better handle on it? Yeah. So as I mentioned, you know, the sickness, um, mm-hmm. you know, the fatigue, like I have this story when I changed schools for year 11 and 12, like, yes, changing schools is scary in itself. But um, for me, being introvert and social anxiety, that's just an added level of fucking scariness. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I remember, I remember that like the first day of, the new school and yeah. I woke up that morning and I was just automatically sick, okay. like automatically fatigued, yeah. um, vomiting. And I just didn't want to go. I was okay. so scared. I built up so much fear. Yeah. And then like the whole car ride there was the same. And then I got there and I, I met a few people and I was totally fine. And then after that first day, I was like, once again, why the hell did I do this to myself? I, yeah. Yes, it was scary, but once you actually put yourself out there and you, you expose yourself, you know, it's ex- exposure um, therapy. Yeah. It's saying like you do that with anxiety. Every time you expose yourself to something, you're going to get, you know, better at it and your anxiety won't, you know, play games in you as much. And that's what I've learned is just exposing yourself. Just like the yeah. podcast, when I first started the podcast, um, you know, I'll get sick and my anxiety would kick in. Yeah. But now I can I can jump on here and have a conversation with you without any anxiety. Like, yeah. don't get me wrong, there's still days where my anxiety does kick in. Yeah. But for me, it's just about 
if it kicks in, what did I do that day? Like, did I look after myself? Did I go for a run? Did I exercise? Did mm-hmm. I eat well? Did I hydrate? Did I meditate? Did I stretch? Did I do those things to calm my mind and look after my body? Mm-hmm. Because most times when my anxiety kicking kicks in, I haven't done those things. Okay. So that's a, we've already answered your next question, but they're my coping mechanisms, you know, cool. making sure I'm actually looking after myself and yeah. exercising like cold showers for me. Shock yeah. the system. Yeah. Oh, man. I'm a big fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Especially with anxiety, your mind's going 100 miles an hour, yeah. jump in a cold shower, and just mm. the clarity you get, it's, yeah. it's so refreshing. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, lo- I love cold showers. <laughs> and, and I think the other thing I like about cold showers is that when you, if you can do like just jump in, turn only the cold on, jump in for even 30 seconds, minute, whatever, 90 seconds, whatever you can do. You're also doing something that m- most of the population wouldn't be able to do. Well, being in Australia, we're, you know, being in a warm climate, we're not used to that colder stuff, but most of the population wouldn't be able to do that. So you're saying to yourself, I want to do something most people aren't willing to do. And I think doing that kind of thing can help with anxiety as well. When you can kind of get over that barrier, they get over that obstacle, I think that can, well, that to, personally with me has helped with anxiety in the past. Exactly, because when something does come up in your life that, is scary you can look back at those moments and go i've done similar i've done this kind of thing before why can't i do this Mm. yeah uh have you ever had needed to speak to someone about anxiety stuff have you ever gone to a therapist counselor psych no i haven't i've just well because i've only just recently learned all this stuff about myself you know i've done my own research i've implemented things to help me out and it's, it's been getting better so i haven't had to go talk to a therapist or any anything like that. Talking about your high school before, let's go before that. What what was your what was your upbringing like, mate? What was what was family like like when you were younger? Yeah, upbringing was, I guess, pretty normal. You know, I was a kid. I was always outside. I was always you know playing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I loved being active. Yeah, I kept to myself. But when I was you know playing sport with my friends, I was like a totally different person. Like I was way out there because yeah. you know I'm competitive as well. Yeah. So. I love I loved being outside. I was and I still do to this day. Like every day I, I go on my walks, my runs, I'm in the bush. Yeah. I, I just love it. It's, it's yeah. my my kind of like meditation or therapy for me. And yeah. dude, if, if I don't do that, you know, it drives me crazy. But yeah. yeah, that was that was me growing up, typical kid. Yeah. Um family life, pretty good. Like, you know, I don't have the best relationship with my father. Yeah. Um which is something I'm, I'm working on. Mm-hmm. Um, but that, that comes with time. But mm-hmm. yeah, other than that, pretty, pretty good upbringing. You know, I got everything that I wanted. I you know, had a roof over my head. I had food on the table. So pretty yeah. good. Who, who do you think, uh, or maybe it could be both of them, do you think who, who gave you a good attitude about life? Did you get it from more from mum, from dad, or a bit of both? Ooh. <laughs> I think I got the love, the care, and the nurture from mom. Yeah. Um, But I got the, you know, the business and being determined and, you know, all that kind of stuff from my dad. So your missus got a baby on the way. Yes, exciting. How far due now? 20, 26 weeks, I think. Okay. Yeah, she's due due at the end of January. Yeah, that's going to be great. So I guess... I think just following on from that last question about where did you get, I guess, your good attitude about life, where do you think your passion for, I guess, self-development 
Where does this passion come from? What do you love about doing what you do most? That's a good question. Um, I think what drives me most, I don't know where it came from. I think it was just me following, you know, Gary Vee and other people on social media and me going, you know, I want to be like that because as I mentioned before, my whole life, I didn't take opportunities, you know, I kept to myself and I wanted to go to that next level and really help people and become the best version of me. So I think that's where it came from. But my drive is just like the motto of my brand is to show what's possible. As I said, I want to go out there. I want to get out of my comfort zone, achieve all these things, be a role model, not, not only for myself, but you know, my daughter and the people who follow me Mm. because I don't want to be one of those people, especially with my daughter, go, oh, you can, you can achieve anything you want. You be confident in your own skin, do all this, do that, but me not do it myself. Like mm. they, they look at you from your actions. Yeah. You know, actions speak louder than words. So I don't want to be one of those guys that just talks but doesn't follow up with it. So yeah. that, that's a big one for me is just ac- actions over words. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what drives me every day. Especially, you know, people message me and they go, man, you've grown so much in the last two years. You've inspired me to come out, come out of my comfort zone and, you know, achieve something that I've, I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, yeah. you know, those me- you, you probably received those messages. Like they fucking pump me up. I'm like, yeah. yes. Like yeah, by me, me being myself and me achieving my goals is also helping other people achieve theirs as well. So dude, yeah. that's, that's the drive for me to get out of bed every day. So I guess, I mean, you've, as we said before, you've done a lot of lot of episodes now, and I know you've got big plans for things coming coming up. Whether you, I'm not sure what you've shared with for people, but what do you see happening in the next few years? What like what do you want to do? The podcast, honestly, I think it can be up there with like, you know, number one in Australia around mental health and becoming the best version of yourself and inspiring yeah. people. Yeah. For me personally, I want to. Use, I want to inspire other introverts and people who struggle with social anxiety to, you know, jump out of their comfort zones and realize that they can achieve anything they want when they, you know, put their mind to something and not let that become their identity. And, you know, I want to do men's workshops and retreats and bro, I have pieces of paper everywhere of just ideas that I write down. And it's like, I can't keep up with them, especially when I go for my walks and my runs, my mind's just flowing and I got ideas everywhere, but there's one I'm, I'm going to post it on social media today. Uh-huh. Um, the better life foundation. I haven't started it yet, but it's a vision that I want for the future. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's going to look like, but I do know that it's going to help a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and also wildlife. Like, I'm very passionate about our, our flora and fauna. Yeah. Um, you know, I've always loved animals growing up. You know, my one of my idols growing up was Steve Irwin. Like, I fucking love that guy. Yeah. And I, I cried when he died. I remember that. That was so <laughs> sad. Rest in peace. But, yeah. yeah, like, I love animals. And, you know, every day I'm in the bush and I'm catching lizards and all that kind of stuff. Like, yeah. I just love it. So for me, you know, the Better Life Foundation, yes, it's going to help a lot of people, but it's also going to help, you know, wildlife conservation and all that kind of stuff as well. So I don't know how long it's going to take to get all that up and running, but I'm posting on social media to keep myself accountable and for future reference to look back at it and go, I made it a reality. I didn't just say I was going to do it. I, I made it happen. Yeah, that's unreal. Can I just ask, was that a Mind Trady exclusive? You talking about that? Sure was. 
<laughs> I was actually going to post it like after this podcast. <laughs> I will. This will come out after you posted that, but uh, still, I'll, I'll take I'll take that as an exclusive announcement. <laughs> That's unreal. Okay, hey, you know, I think one of the things that I like the topics I can tell you really like talking about, and maybe it's a more recent passion topic for you, um, is the, the introversion stuff. Like, I reckon. I'm, look, I think you might have said it as well. You, you can probably tell you're a bit of an extrovert as well. Have you mentioned that? Like even just a little bit of an extrovert, like you're not solely introverted. Yeah, I think now because I'm more confident and I've, you know, exposed myself to conversations and that, you know, mm. I do have, you know, everyone has, you know, extrovert tendencies, introvert tendencies. Yeah. Um, you know, I can have this podcast and be confident and speak and have conversations. Mm. But after this, I'll just want to be by myself. You know? Yeah. So it's like you train yourself to be an extrovert, but down deep you're still an introvert. Yeah. Okay. And and there's I guess that's a thing where you have to just like accept it and learn about it and like learn how to make it work for us because it's I guess it's yeah, it's just one of those things where it's yeah, we can't change it. We're not supposed to change it. We're just supposed to yeah, develop develop who we are and get a better understanding. I mean, that's what I think it's, it sounds like you've been able to do particularly um, maybe in the last couple of years. So and even chatting to people in podcasts and that kind of stuff, that's really cool. Um, and to be able to share that with people that um, I'd say particularly, um, I don't know it wouldn't really matter what age you are. I guess you could you could get something out of that at any age. But I guess the younger that you are. Um, say if there's younger people, say in their 20s or even teens listening to this, um, have to have a better understanding of what that con- that what that means. Like an introvert doesn't just mean, as you said before, it doesn't just mean that you're shy. It doesn't just mean that you may have um, certain anxieties of um, talking to people, uh, whether it's in general or socially or or whatever. It, it also means that you also have other special things uh, happening, <laughs> as in like. As you've said, and I'm very similar, like um, we gain a lot of energy by being on our own. Uh, And sometimes also as well, you might be the same. Like, uh, as you said, like after this, you might wanna be on your own. Well, I'm I'm very similar. And uh, also when I, uh, I don't know, I might've had a really good day at work or I might've had some really good news or whatever it is. One of my favorite things to do when I'm feeling good is go for a walk on my own. (laughs) <laughs> it's not necessarily ringing up a friend or get, going home and seeing my wife and daughter, which, don't get me wrong, is great. But prior to doing that, I need to just reflect on it on my own and just absorb it. And and, and I've, I might have mentioned before getting up, even on sorry, even on your podcast when we were chatting last week. When I when I love getting up early, I mean that is, I think that's one of probably one of my most introverted behaviours because when I'm getting up at four or four thirty. There's definitely no one around. <laughs> There's no one around for two or three hours sometimes, but I just get so energized from doing that. So it's like, the reason why I'm saying this is because yeah, in, in some ways, like maybe I'm 50-50, I don't know, maybe I'm even more slightly introverted. But I think if you can learn those kind of things that you're doing, whether you're whether there's 
you know, extroverted, extroverted behaviors you're doing and learning how to use that more effectively or you're on the other side, I guess, introverted behaviors. Like learning about yourself is so important um, to, get, to get the most out of it, not just to go, oh, I'm an introvert, I'll just, I won't go out tonight or, or I won't be social or, you know, oh, that's why I'm not talking to people because, you know, I'm a bit of an introvert. It's not, no, it's not that. It's like getting, getting a good understanding of like, yeah, how to get the most out of yourself. Understand that you'll need time on your own. So don't feel pressure to always be around other people or maybe, you know, as, as you mentioned in your, one of your last episodes that when you go out, uh, and you're an introvert, as an introvert, most likely you will feel drained afterwards. Like understanding why these things happen, I think is super, super insightful. So yeah, what do you think about that kind of stuff? Like learning learning about yourself for that reason. Yeah, it's about being self-aware and understanding why, why you do certain things and um, you know, not using that as an excuse either. It's identifying it and yeah. then looking at how you can get better at it yeah. and how you can you know, kind of overcome that and then put things in place. Yeah. Um, to stop it, you know, affecting you. Yeah. What's um? What are you looking forward to the most about when your little girl comes along? Oh shit! <laughs> Not changing the nappies, that's for sure. <laughs> no, I think. Ooh. I don't know. It's probably not so much when she's a baby. It's more so when we can go out on adventures and run around in the park and do that kind of stuff. That's probably what I'm most excited for. Um, The baby stage, like, yeah, like I'll enjoy it and I'll love it. But for me, I'm an active person. I love to be out. I love to be doing stuff with, you know, kids and that. So I think that's what I'm most excited for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's really cool. She'll be working at your um, wildlife foundation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah. That's, that's really cool. So yeah. Um, once again, moving forward, like you've got, what, what's uh, what's the next kind of steps? Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to do before the end of the year with like with your your, your podcast? What's well, yeah? What do you want to do with it? Um, I think by the end of this year, um, I put a big emphasis on myself being guests on other people's podcasts. So uh-huh. that's why I'm here today because I yep. want to I want to share my story a lot more because yep. obviously with my podcast, I'm sharing everyone else's story, but yep. I also want to share my story and get get my message out there. So that was a big goal of mine is just to jump on other people's podcasts. Yep. You know, it helps them out with guests, but it also gets my story and my message out there too. So that yep. was a big one for me and just continue, continue to develop my communication skills and talk to so many different people and man, just, I love podcasting. So just do as many podcasts as possible. And then also mm-hmm. I've got the introvert series, which is, you know, I think I'm releasing episode three tonight of that. That's something that I really want, want to focus on on the back end of the year and get a lot of episodes and get a, you know, a lot of value out for the people as well. So I think there, I don't have big goals for the, the end of this year, but that's the kind of direction. I'm, I'm still, for me, I still believe I'm building the foundation. Yeah. And then, you know, next year and the year after, I can really make big moves. Yeah. Well, you've done so well to be able to, I guess, stand out in, in, a, in I guess, in a time where a lot of people have started podcasts so to do it like you have to be as consistent as you have uh, with your podcast but also with like getting guests on and social media and all that kind of stuff you've done extremely well you definitely set yourself apart there man that, that's yeah that, that's unreal um so you definitely for, for people listening to this definitely get on to the the batar project and i'll put links and all that kind of stuff in in the show notes um but uh one thing i want to ask is like say 
to just to kind of finish off, man, what if there was some like either one thing or um, a couple of things you might want to share with the, the people listening to this? What would you leave them with? Like what what is either maybe something that you've learned to get the most out of yourself or, you know, what, what, what are some advice you'd give to people to kind of start their journey in whatever way it is, whether it's podcasting, mental health, self-development? What What is your advice for uh, people that might want to do that? It's quite easy and it's just start. Like you don't know what you know, the future is going to look like, you don't know what step five or step 10, step two is going to look like, yeah. but just take the first step yeah. and just build the momentum every single day, put in the reps and you'll be surprised. People underestimate how much growth you can get in a short period of time, yeah. but people, you know, will start something for three or six weeks or a few months and they don't see the results straight away. And they give up. And I see it so much with like podcasting. Yeah. You know, when I started, there was so many people starting podcasts. I still see it to this day. And, yeah. you know, they'll do it for a month or two. And then you just don't hear from them again. I was like, they've just dropped off the face of the earth. And for me, you know, I'm two years in and I'm only now just starting to get some traction and trying to get like get my name out there. Yeah, That's two years. You know, people, people want success now. They want overnight success, but they don't understand that, you got to work hard for that. Yeah. You know, you got to put in the repetitions every single day, and that's why, um, you know, a big focus of mine is you know the details, you know, the little micro clips, the quotes, all mm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, because people love that. People, like, even if they don't listen to the full episode, yeah, they're getting the most valuable parts from it from my content that I put out. Yeah. So it's just about being consistent, putting out valuable content, yeah. and if you want to start something, honestly, just take that first step. And don't look back. Yeah. Well, Nick Batar, thanks so much for coming on. As I said, I'll put links to your socials and your, and your and the podcast as well. But mate, you've been an amazing guest. So thank you so much for coming on. Thank you, Jamie. Man, I, I've truly, I'm truly grateful for this opportunity, and I've I've loved every moment of it. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that episode. Remember to subscribe on Apple, follow on Spotify, and I'm on Instagram as well. If you go follow me there too, I look forward to chatting with you next time. Yeah.